My name is MJ. I won't tell you my last name or what my initials stand for, or even if those are my real initials. I fought so many aliens over the years, but the Yerks, they were my first. And as they say, you never forget your first. Minds at York. I'm Megan. My name is Alex. I'm Tim. And I'm MJ. Welcome back, MJ. How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm also good. <laughs> so I had to I... make sure the runway was clear there. Sorry. I'm playing Nancy Drew, but I should probably stop before I do it the entire episode. Thank you for coming back on. I'm glad to know we didn't scare you away, or at no, least those two didn't, didn't scare you away. Nope. I have not been super good about being on top of things because the depression, but oh. I did read four books in less than 12 hours in, <laughs> in order to catch up so I could be on today. And they were the four yeah. happiest, lightest books. <laughs> Man, so you like crushed the David trilogy. Yes, I like. I couldn't sleep the other night, so I was like, I'm just going to stay up reading. Was it darker than you remembered? Yes. But still, oh, so good, I hope. Yes, it was. It was very good. And I like I told my husband every single thing that happened because I was like, I need to yell about it to someone. I know you don't super care, but please listen to me. And he did. And he was just like, that's fucked up. He's a serial killer. It's like, yes, he's a yep. serial killer. I appreciated so the I appreciated the very long, not very long, but the text message you sent me about how Rachel needs to accept that she's the de facto leader after Jake and just own it. Yeah, hang on. Let me get that text message. Because it's important. <laughs> I mean, it is very true. Oh, crap. Who else would you trust? Like, I have a lot of feelings about it because when Jake says get Rachel, it is a little bit because get Rachel because she'll do what needs to be done. Uh, here it is. So I'm on 22 and I wish Rachel could see she's the obvious choice for second in command. Of course, Jake wanted Axe to get Rachel. If he were killed in battle, she'd be the only one with the... Ter- with the determination to kill David. Cassie would moralize it. Marco would be reluctant. Tobias was dead as far as he knew, and Axe needed a leader. Rachel was the only one with the determination, with the focus required to stick to the plan and stick to the battle, whereas everybody else would go off the rails. And the plan being kill Yerks or just... Probably just keep the war going and keep the resistance going. Gotcha. And whether or not that involves killing Yerks, he trusted her to make the call. All right. That's fair. Um, well, we are diving into our depressive boy books this week as we have another Tobias book, The Pretender. Or as Tim thought it was called. I promise you I have The Predator written in my notes. And the entire time since I picked up this book, I thought it was called The Predator. And I, actually, at this point, I'm pretty sure we've already read a book called The Predator. I think we did. I, I think, think we did. Five. Yeah. So just like one second ago, realized it's The Pretender, which makes a lot more sense to this book now. I really wish we'd just let you run with it. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, okay. Tobias misses dinner. Rachel sees a meeting leftovers. A lawyer is trying to find Tobias. Tobias schedules an appointment. Tobias's dad wasn't his dad, spoiler, and his cousin wants to meet him. There's going to be a will reading on Tobias's birthday. 
Tobias flies to the Hidden Valley Ranch to think. A hork child is missing. The hork have a spot to free other hork and don't want the Animorphs messing with it. Tobias has another weird interaction with Emil. Jake makes a plan. Tobias and Rachel watch the lawyer and the cousin. They follow Arya, who is the cousin, to a roadside zoo that has the missing hork The gang is going to break the kid out. Rachel knocks down a wall as an elephant. Tobias is a hork so the kid will know they're cool. But wait, controllers, the fight is on. Tobias loses the little hork to Visser 3. Rachel wants Tobias to be human. The gang thinks Beck is at the secret Yerk facility at the end of the Hidden Valley Ranch. The hork and the Animorphs are going to attack. The gang morphs bugs and hitch rides on the hork and intentionally get caught. Tobias comes up with a quick plan to get out of capture. Tobias has a shocking revelation that Arya is Visser 3 in Morph. Tobias meets with the lawyer and learns who his father is. Visser 3 misses the mark again. Tobias realizes that he is both hawk and human. He eats and then takes over for a mother rabbit. Happy birthday, Tobias. He is the day hawker. He hawks between worlds. Yes. Jesus. Absolutely. Um, What? What were you saying? Oh, just agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. I was really excited for this one because it is one of the definitive memories that I have of reading this series. I think I stopped reading probably with book 30 because I was rereading the synopsis going forward and they were all sounding very familiar and this one I had a very clear memory of. Yeah, we're about two books from ghostwriting and the point where a lot of people kind of dipped in and out. Um, what did everybody think? I have uh, a lot of feelings. Yeah, this this was a good one. This this was this one captured the darkness of Tobias very well, I think. Mm. I enjoyed this one. I wish that we had gotten the reveal that is a reveal for Tobias, but not for us. A little earlier, just so some pages could have gone to reaction and maybe even telling the others and letting them react if we're going if they're going to find out soon i wish we could have gotten their reactions in the tobias book agree yeah i think this book tried to do a lot in a very small i I get that like just having the storyline of the lawyer is not really enough um but it seems like two really big things trying to squish into one book and i mean i agree this is a book that is very much burned into my memory but i don't know if i necessarily think this entire book was done as good as it could have been and i think also the problem is because it takes so long to get another tobias book yeah i agree with that so much shit has happened and yet we still have tobias there's a word for and i totally just blanked on it but the internal conflict of am i human am i a hawk and i just wanted to be like goddamn by this point everybody thinks you're fine yeah and like not that he has to be but it's like okay i mean i'm not unsympathetic but i applauded rachel in my mind when she got to her oh my god just make a decision monologue (laughs) yeah (laughs) that is a very good point pick something but birds don't have lips (laughs) <laughs> no I, I i didn't really think i didn't think that tobias was gonna find out who his dad was like after the right when we finished the Endelite chronicles yeah I, so it, i liked the way they worked it in i liked that they attributed it to the elements so it wasn't just you know out there as something that happened yeah i was just it was a good way to to make that happen i thought well and i like the the subtleness or cleverness or whatever of just going with the fact that Tobias knows there's one person who's gonna fuck with space time. Okay, he doesn't need to ask or confront yeah. the Illumist about how this went down. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just really hope book 33, we find our peace with Tobias. He's accepted the fact that he is his father's son of two creatures. The Elemist has it out for this family and is moving forward in life. <laughs> just like chilling finally. Can I say how bad I wish we got an Axe book next, though? Yeah. He's the one that I really want to see how he reacts to this. Yeah, like, if we're not going to wait till the next Tobias book for him to tell everybody, I kind of want to wait till the Axe book. Yeah, exactly. I want to see Axe learn that he has a nephew. Mm -hmm. I honestly don't remember... I mean, Tobias clearly tells him, but I don't remember if he ever tells him in the book. You you think it happens off panel? I don't remember. Oh. I don't think I'd like that, if that's the way that it goes. I think I'd like to see that interaction. Because I don't know that Axe would just automatically love that. I feel like Axe would understand it. Like, he probably would feel shocked and confused for a minute, but I think it would sink in because he and Tobias have this bond already because they're so removed from their societies. So I think to him, it would make sense. And now we have three children of Andalites running around on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or descendants of. Oh, them. Okay. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> um, we have Toby and Tobias and Axe, all descended from Andalites. Yeah. I mean, by this point, Axe has called Tobias his shawarm, which is essentially best friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. If I found out I was the un- aunt, uncle of my best friend, that's a little creepy because I'm the <laughs> oldest child. So, <laughs> but still. I don't know. Yeah, I think Axe would not. I think he'd take fine. I feel like he'd do a lot of, oh, well, now I must teach you, Tobias. (laughs) (laughs) I do hope it's like, yeah, there's some kind of relationship of like. You must learn the ways of the Andalite. (laughs) Let me teach you all of our ritual dances. Yes. (laughs) We must pray to, I don't know, the sun god. I can't remember any of their gods. I feel like their religion is more ancestral based. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, do we, so we got two big storylines here. Uh, We're already talking about Tobias. Let's go ahead and just kind of keep going with that for now. Um, I remember the shock of realizing it was Visitor 3, who was morphing into Arya. But man, this time around reading it, Tim, did you guess at all? Uh, No. And even (laughs) after I got told it, I know y'all are going to be shocked by this. I was like, well, that's not right. Clearly that's (laughs) somebody else in Morph. And when he was, like, being his little jerky self to, like, which, I mean, was a good play. I'm not trying to make that sound like it was a dumb idea. But he was being his jerky self. I was almost like, bro, you're going to, like, offend whoever this is in Morph, and it might be another Andalite. And <laughs> I felt really dumb when it actually was Visser 3. Like, he, Visser 3 would have caught me many, many books ago. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Just so I get this straight. Yeah. Arya had shown up in the helicopter by this point, which is why he knew it was Visser 3. Yeah. And you still thought maybe it wasn't? Yeah. Yeah, I thought she might have been on a nature photography mission. And there was nature was to be photographed. This was yeah. a tale of two arias? To, to was, a, a place that they've literally said that I, nobody is allowed it to because it has a big... I didn't I didn't say it was a good, a good thought. <laughs> but I did. I, I think it was me just wanting something to go right and it actually to be Tobias' cousin. Yeah, I mean, to be I, mean, fair, I relate like, to that, though. That is really <laughs> shitty for him. Yeah. Like, uh, that was like, you know, I, we all remember the thing in the mall and the, the, the glass and, and all that stuff. Yeah. But, it, yeah. uh, like, that was might have been the worst I felt for Tobias when he was beating himself up for thinking that his yeah. cousin was his cousin. And I was like, man, I hate it for that guy right now. Yeah. I'm just going to read this. They highlighted this. We learned nothing. Nothing at all, except she seemed to enjoy her hotel room. She'd go out for a while, but return every couple of hours. Oh. 
She leave the curtain open. We could watch her, except for when she stepped in the bathroom and closed the door. In hindsight, it all seems very obvious. <laughs> no, I mean, I agree. I didn't realize this as a kid. I don't know, MJ, Alex, if you guys picked up on it as a yeah. kid. But I wrote there's definitely my... a lot of, like, Tobias, honey. Yeah. I, I, I didn't pick notes. up on it as a 39-year-old kid. <laughs> no. I 100% do not remember whether or not I picked up on it as a kid. I definitely did this time, although one of the clues did not track for me. Which clue? The whole checking her hair in the mirror not making sense because she had been in Africa taking pictures on safari. Like, okay, I guess that I would accept that as an explanation in the first person. But clearly there are those of us who have enough social anxiety that we would do that even more coming back to civilization. Oh yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah, I, f- I agree. I don't think that's a strong enough clue to, like, have that be glaringly obvious to you. I mean, the three-year-old dress is probably more of a hint. Probably got that's it awesome. out of someone's closet. Actually, probably got it out of the woman that he killed and then took over her morph. Wow. True. Dark. I didn't think about that. Do you think he killed her or yerked her? Because I feel like someone <laughs> like that would be useful to have as a yerk, although he doesn't like cameras. I don't know which way I go on this, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know if she was actually a nature photographer. Yeah. And she could. We don't know who she was. She could have been pre-yerked. She could have um, just been one of the human controllers, and he yeah. said, "You have a form that a child would probably find comforting. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a protective mothering type." Oh, I can only imagine what that would be from Mister Three's <laughs> point of view. It's he probably the... delegated that, actually. It's like, find yeah. me a human <laughs> yeah. that meets this criteria. What I really appreciate, there are two things I appreciate about Visser 3 in this book. One is how completely method he goes. <laughs> I mean, he is he is Heath Ledger for this role. Mm. But, yeah. He does not let it drop. He does exactly what he thinks people need to hear at all times. Like, we, we joked back during one of the David books about how... Do you think every night of this conference, Visser 3 just steps out and does this monologue in case they crash the party? (laughs) But yes, after this book, 100%. He is always on, and he does not let the facade slip. So there is a line that, or Axe makes a comment that Tobias isn't sure how to take. So I guess the question is, does Axe stay suspicious even after all this and it's after she saves or visitor three saves uh the human Mm -hmm. and he said oh no controller would have ever done that and axe says that makes it very clear that Arya is not acting as a controller would very clear i mean he's definitely suspicious i would have liked a minute for him to come back and be like hey just keep your head on a swivel (laughs) since you don't have eye stalks and just have weird forward facing eyes (laughs) that would be a better joke than what he made in this book I actually, okay, so I made a note of that, and I thought that him identifying it as a joke was much funnier than the joke itself. <laughs> yes. He's to a point so hard. It's very Captain Holt of him. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Just to continue updating, I finished season four today. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, huzzah. Rosa and Jake are in jail. Spoilers, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, first. Yeah, I'll forget that, that came out, what, by the time I get there, so. <laughs> um, let's see. I have a note from early on. Sure. Um, we have this moment with Tobias where he is attempting to hunt, but every time he goes in for the kill, he has this weird kind of 
empathetic experience where he's suddenly experiencing the moment from the perspective of his prey, which I chalked up to LMS bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the perfect, like, hey, there's kind of a weird plot hole here. Elvis, Elvis yep. has been around. But also... There's this moment where he's talking about how he has all these options because he has the morphing ability. He could just turn into human and go to his friend's house and ask for something to eat. He could turn into a different predator and hunt in a different way. He could choose a different predator to drive off the other hawk, but he won't use his powers in that way. And I'm wondering if this is a commentary on how David abused his power. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, that's actually that would make a lot of sense. Because just coming off the David trilogy, Tobias has witnessed someone take the morphing abilities and use them for selfish gain. And perhaps Tobias sees his survival as a bit selfish. It's also a really sharp pendulum swing from where we see him in book three, where he is like, I have found love with this bird. Although birds cannot feel love, therefore I will not admit that I feel love for this bird. But we shall hunt together and fly off into the... Oh, she's dead. <laughs> I really appreciate how Alex held his arm up while he monologued <laughs> that. I was inspired by Mr. Three. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get very dramatic tonight. <laughs> also, Tobias goes off on this tangent wondering if he's really uh, insane and if he's suffering delusions. And I wrote down that was an episode of Buffy. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. And it's a really dark episode that it I is. still occasionally can't watch because, man, that ending. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So when they they find the baby Horkbjir, this is still related back to Tobias, though, and him not realizing that it's Visitor 3, and it's like, why would a controller care about what's going on in this zoo? And it's like, because they don't want an alien to get out they don't want people to know they're aliens <laughs> yeah they want the truth to stay in here <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a more obvious moment to me also that was another moment where Kay applegate is turning a little lemony snicket with a vocabulary lesson <laughs> she did it twice one was uh the cab disgorged her <laughs> which why <laughs> why that word <laughs> I know that's what that word means, but <laughs> do we have to? And then disseminate was the other one. Yeah, disseminate was a weird choice for someone who was an Andalite pretending to be a human. Yeah. Though I've been watching a lot of iZombie, and from right now, like, the way that iZombie, when you eat the brains and how you turn, that's like a yerk controlling you. Well, like, what a yerk experience. Nope, not a yerk. What someone morphine experiences. That's the way I'm going with this. Yes. So I'm like, maybe this woman was just incredibly educated, and that's in your DNA. What I'm taking not away like... from this is that we need to put Rob Thomas in charge of the Animorphs TV show. <laughs> oh, dear. Do you know how happy I would be? And it guarantees that one of the Ashmores would be in it. Maybe even both. I'd be so happy. It would also tie our podcasts together. Yes, we could do a crossover. It also would add so many things. Every time, I'm not, no joking, a friend of mine just started watching iZombie. And so I like kind of jump in and watch an episode occasionally with him. And they mentioned Hearst College. And I was like, okay, one, I have to double check that this isn't a real college. And two, how have I always missed this reference in this fucking show? So Alex eventually will understand. I'm guessing yep. it's a college that shows up in Veronica Mars. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the college in Neptune. I wanted to, I wanted to set you up, but I didn't know if you wanted it or not. I was going to go, Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. 
No, not that. But one. I didn't know. If, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I didn't know if that's the the takeoff path that you wanted from that one or not. So we're just gonna go ahead and plug our new podcast now and move on. <laughs> Do it. MJ and I started a podcast. We're watching through all of Rob Thomas's stuff, starting with Veronica Mars. Because we can't find Cupid anywhere. It's called The Rob Thomas. No, not that one. Robcast. <laughs> First episode is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So Ben Hur is a weird poll. <laughs> Should I say it? Should I say it? Ben Hur? Yes. I hardly know her. No, I changed my mind. <laughs> Quote Visser 3 in this book. <laughs> I was reading the scene where Marco's complaining about never getting a break. And he's like, the guys from Ben-Hur get a break every yeah. once in a while. I'm like, why do you know that? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I honestly like a had movie. a similar thought that that sounded like an Alex reference more than a Marco reference because of the weird anachronistic nature of it. I mean, Ben-Hur is a classic, therefore I've never seen it. But this would have been like pre-Gladiator and all of that. And Marco probably would have That's had true. to live with like Ben-Hur and the original Clash of the Titans and stuff like that. Didn't we establish that I'm slightly older than the Animorphs would have been? You're yes. all those never... three times their age, in fact. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, at the time of the books. They I, uh... would have roughly been 12 to 14 yes. in 98, 99. Yeah. Then I would have been older than them, and I've never made a Ben-Hur reference in my life. You're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be fair, work it in this week. culture references do you make? Oh, I, uh, well, You're talking I make to a, a man lot. who has a light-up Green Lantern belt buckle. <laughs> no, I'm aware of, like, how nerdy he is. But is he closet nerdy, or are you, like... Oh, no, no, it's You it's, can see the open. belt buckle through his shirt when it's lit up. <laughs> I'm gonna work a Ben Horror pull in. Also, at work, I promise you, at least five times this week, I'm gonna blame something on Elemis bullshit. <laughs> because that's, that's a thing now. Yeah. <laughs> So to be fair, the Ben Hur, which is probably on the like list of top hundred movies you should see before you die, is a weird reference. But Patton is not. No, I've made many a Patton reference in my life, and I have plenty of friends who have made Patton references. I don't know why. I really, legitimately don't feel like Ben Hur is that weird a pull. <laughs> I don't either. Like you've you got don't get to, to tell me what weird pulls are, Alex. You've got to remember though. No, no, no. For real, in that time, in the nineties, pre-internet. Whenever a TV show, and I'm talking things like Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, anything, wanted to do parody of, like, ancient Roman bullshit, you got parody of the Ben-Hur chariot race scene. That's true. This is is a fair argument. Like, it's go-to iconic in the same way that, like, Indiana Jones got used as parody fodder and Star Wars got used as parody fodder and any kind of, like, major film, Casablanca, Gone with the Wind, like, all of these, like, history of film, these things that in a time when you didn't have DVDs really yet, they were still hella expensive, VHS was never cheap. The internet and I streaming mean, didn't exist. Like the the an AMC existed and was probably more of a classics movie channel then. Yeah, than I know it was, and it, yeah. it is now. But the major cultural yeah. touchstones weren't what is new and current. It's what is big tentpole thing that people have all seen, yeah. or at least that is so interwoven that like you may never have seen Ben Hur, but you see enough chariot fights and you know what they're doing. Ben Hur makes sense to me for Marco because it's just enough out there. Patton would have made sense if Tobias had made the joke. 
That is also valid. I love that we are adopting my view that Tobias is the military history dude. <laughs> There's actually a he quote is. that I highlighted because I was like, you know what? I think this proves Alex's point. And I got to find it. Hang on. Doesn't he say in a prior book that he was a military history buff? I don't know. I feel like Alex put that up the world. <laughs> no, I'm 90% sure. I know that he uses a lot of jargon. I don't remember explicitly him saying it, but that might just be me being dumb and missing the thing that would take the thing I'm saying that I think is kind of funny and make it, you know, obvious and less funny. <laughs> I guess it's true what they always say about combat soldiers. They may start out fighting for their country, but they end up fighting for the guy next to them in the foxhole. I highlighted that because it seems for especially a 12, 13 year old child. That's a very. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless he's writing his memoirs much later. I feel like he probably got an early start because it's going to take a while to write it out if you have to hold that pin in your beak. I knew that was coming. I fucking knew it was coming. And yet. <laughs> you did nothing to stop it. <laughs> I know. The only thing it takes for bad puns to succeed. Or bad jokes to succeed. It's for people with better taste to to say nothing. (laughs) So I really feel on an emotional level the fact that Tobias remorphed human to cry. I thought that was the best thing in the entire world. It was a very good, well, it was a very sad moment, but it was a good moment narratively. Like you just need that release. Yeah. Yeah. I also loved right after that Rachel's shade at him showing up again as a bird. (laughs) I feel like, I mean, if someone woke you up in the middle of the night, like, I would be grumpy, too. Even if you want him to be grumpy. And I like that he blows out his candle with his wings. Yeah. He does it more human. I guess I should slip in the other Visser 3 moment I like in this, since we're kind of at the end of the Tobias stuff, probably. Yeah. During the reading, when Tobias, like, blows it off as, oh, this guy's insane. He thinks he's some kind of alien prince, whatever. Visser 3 gives the, I knew your father. Your father was a great warrior. And you should be proud, kind of, spiel. And I'm like, oh, you're a monster. But you're a monster who at least has respect for that dude you shanked in front of his kid in his words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I felt like that was such a, a weird turn for Visser 3. It kind of tracks thoughts. to me right after hork that yeah. was my first thought, was that it tracks with the Visitor 3 we saw in hork He had yeah, an does. Esplan moment. And it also, for me, feels like maybe the Andalite probably didn't get control, but maybe like the Andalite is feeling such emotion that the Yurk can't not express it. Yeah, It's also a possibility. Um, I have a note here that I just wanted to bring up. We talked about it a little earlier about Rachel's response to Tobias telling him, like, you could just become human. You wouldn't lose me. I'd be there for you. Like, if you're a hawk, we can't, like, hold hands. We can't dance, et cetera, et cetera. And also, I wouldn't have to worry about you. I was actually really upset with her in this moment uh, from Tobias's point of view because she's trying really hard to be supportive, but no one likes being told, do this so I don't have to worry. What about how Tobias would worry? He'd worry all the time knowing that she's risking her life and he's not there to watch her back. He doesn't necessarily want to protect her, but he'll feel, like, hopeless not being able to at least help. Well, it sets up the the fighting for each other and not fighting for humanity thing. I mean, yeah. in the, in that very yeah. specific sense, like, I think it does, it's showing him kind of beginning to get to that realization. I think, and this is probably me projecting on my love for Rachel, <laughs> um, 
Rachel never expects him to actually turn human. She's just saying whatever it is to make him either shit and get, or get off the pot. Like, make a fucking decision here. That's also fair. And also, she's 12 or 13 years old. So That's true. Not a lot of emotional dramatic. <laughs> we are Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and if you go to Rachel, you know what advice you're going to get. Yeah. Like, she's blunt. At some level, if you want the, like, comforting, reasoned advice, you should fly to Cassie's barn. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I do have one other point. I don't know if you want to save it to the end. How come no one brought up the blue box? Um, because they got too much other shit going on. <laughs> do you mean just that it exists or as a way to, like, if Tobias gets stuck human, go back to morphing <laughs> again? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I even if that's... Think they can. Yeah, I... Okay. I don't... Hear me out. No, go for it. Hear me out. I know that I think we think that they can't, that it doesn't work that way. But as a reader and the kids don't know that for sure. And it has never been brought up. And it's totally fine if that's the case. However, I still want there to be a conversation where we say, hey, what if we did this? And then we get the explanation why we can't do that. Because otherwise it's just hanging out in the wings. And I'm just like, what the fuck, guys? There's also an interesting wrinkle with that. In that you can't, I guess, use the blue box when you're a Nothlet, but Tobias would be a Nothlet in his original form. So if there's anybody in the universe that gets a redo with the blue box, it'd have to be Tobias, right? But that's the point. He's already had his redo. When the Elemis gave him back his morphing powers, he told him, uh, okay. you stay human, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. The Elemis isn't going to let him turn. The Elemis wants Tobias to accept the fact that he is this. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so if he we goes think it would human, be Elemis interference yeah. that would prevent well, him. I don't, yeah. It. Well, to be fair, I think when in book one, Elfinger's like, don't do this. Yeah. Like, if you stay two hours, you're done. So I, I don't think the technology, there's probably something in your DNA that keeps it from happening again. I don't know if this is ever explained. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Have you read where they have said point blank at some point already that it doesn't work on a Nothlet? No. Okay. Hey, Tim. I'm not. Take off your headphones. Okay. Don't do the mouth covering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think we do if 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 i remember correctly i think we do get the moment you're talking about where eventually it is suggested why don't you just turn back get stuck and we let you remorph again and we do get for max like no that doesn't work like i do think we will get that moment probably sometime soon i remember it happening at some point i think that or just at some point i accepted oh it must not work as a kid and that has become ingrained in my head but i think we do get that and see that moment at some point okay i just i think it's an important conversation there's another nope nope oh, never nope, mind nope, nope. Okay, back off. there's back another nothlet that's gonna show up at okay. some point so there's three in the universe right now that we know of okay just throwing that out there too yeah it's just a quick reminder that secrets don't make friends <laughs> friends don't lie <laughs> secrets don't make friends but they make for drama in podcasting. <laughs> Do you listen to the podcast? Do I actually need to cut that? Um, uh, no. The answer to the first question is yes, and the answer to the second question is no. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thank you. I may cut some of that. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I have actually cut things before to make sure Tim doesn't hear them. I mean, the only one that we should keep is take your headphones off again really quick. Okay. <laughs> that Tim is an Andalite, right? Like, that's the only one we actually should keep in. Oh, yeah. Yes. We always keep that one. Okay. okay. All right. Any final thoughts on the Tobias Visitor 3 finding out his heritage storyline? Um, We do see in the beginning of this 
Tobias eat a dead raccoon, and then we meet, and I know that they correct this pronunciation, but I'm going with it anyway, the attorney whose name is DeGroot. So we do get Rocket and Groot in this. <laughs> I could not deal with that when they said it rhymes with boat. I know, I'm right? literally I arguing with the boat. Doesn't. Yeah, that's like, exactly what I said. Oh, I'm no. sorry the dude is of Dutch heritage, I guess. <laughs> or Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Dutch, though. But for, for everybody at home, MJ just held up her notes and it says, it does not rhyme with vote. <laughs> Shelby does not rhyme with vote on the big board. <laughs> there are so many things we're willing to explain away, especially as Illumis yep. bullshit. That is not one of them. Can I can I tell you? I tried I tried to groat on one time and I said nope doesn't fit and I went right back to Degroot for the rest of the book. Yep. I wrote he is Degroot. <laughs> it reminds me of that commercial where the guy keeps calling him a dumbass. Yeah. And it's like it's too much. <laughs> so a root beer. I think it was. It was. I don't remember. It was, it was, a root it beer. was mug. Mug root beer. That's what it was. <laughs> You're a dumbass and dumbass. It wasn't even the good root beer. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, while Tobias is dealing with angst and existential crisis, and, oh yeah, my dad is actually an alien, we have the Hork-Bajir losing a baby Hork-Bajir. And, Tim, did you think the Hork-Bajir were going to show up in this book? Uh, kinda after the last recording. After we told him they show yeah. up, he suspected they might. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I did Thank not you for know. Doing that as I took a drink. I I remember I remember you making a point at making fun of me for wondering how they were establishing a colony and me not being able to really have a, a an answer to that. But I'm glad that that got addressed in this book. <laughs> I was I don't know. They're just appearing. <laughs> Did you catch that I very specifically tried to walk you up to he's been missing school and has family that might eventually come look for him yes. and something? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm not good at catching all these things. I wonder... I mean, you're Jake and Tobias. It's okay. It's okay. I, I wonder if I've already walked through some in this episode. <laughs> Probably have. You usually do. I don't know off the top of my head. No. Yeah. So uh, I have been watching way too much Criminal Minds because one of my notes says the first 24 hours are crucial in trying to find missing children. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true for Hork Bajir children, too. Also, binging Criminal Minds, I totally do this, too. It's such a bad idea. My- if I ever lose a Hork Bajir child, then I am calling MJ first. My question is, was that acid-spitting thing Mr. Three morphed into really a Demogorgon? Probably. Also, have you watched Stranger Things? No, nope. I just remember the trailer for the f- first season making it seem like this really. I've watched the pilot. Um, the trailer really, really put me off the show because it seemed like this really like angsty ABC miniseries for the summer to fill a time slot bullshit. You're oh, done. First yeah, of all, Harper's it's... Island, best show ever. That was a summer mini series filling a slot. So. Fuck all that. Yeah. You, you really offended her and not the way that I thought we were going. Honestly. <laughs> also, Stranger Things is probably one of the best things that is out there yeah. right now. So, like, It really is. I don't know if this will make it better or worse. I was thinking of Broadchurch or whatever the American oh. version of it was called when I thought about it. It was also it was, called Broadchurch and that was no, terrible. Broadchurch? It was called Grace Point. That's Grace what it was. Point was Yes, and it was terrible. It also had David Tennant. That's yes. What I, was um, I did not watch Grace Point. 
point. You I know, did watch all of it. I was too. sitting at work the other day and just like working. And all of a sudden it just pops in my head. I was like, Jim Hopper. That was the guy they were looking for in Predator. I have no idea why I just put that together after three seasons and why it happened at work. But it just struck me. Like that's where his name came from. It was so overhyped when I finally got to it that I just had to like put it on ice because it was never going to live up to what everyone had told me about oh, it. It's one of my favorite things. Same. I can't watch horror adjacent anything. That's fair. That's also often me, but I'm the weirdo who finds Swamp Thing pretty much funny despite not thinking it's super cheesy. Yeah, when apparently other people bear- I know cannot actually get through it because it's so creepy. Yeah, he, he will straight laugh out loud. At the the horror movie moments of the TV show. I will sometimes call the cues for the horror movie (laughs) moments in the TV show. (laughs) Okay, they can listen to that elsewhere. So, (laughs) um, Missing Horkbajir Child. So, like, Tobias, you also assume the Elemis was just bringing these these Horkbajir? Yeah, no, I I just assumed they were there. I honestly didn't give it any thought that where they were coming from when I was reading the book. Um, but this makes a lot of sense that they yeah. have a little a little spot that they're funneling them in from. I mean, unless Jara and Ket started raiding this New York pool by themselves. Yeah. Which I guess it's possible. They've only got like 20, and they were going to free another four in this one. Yeah, they're not freeing like hundreds and hundreds, Mm-mm. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Little at a time. Um, we get our first experience, like real experience of Toby as a seer. Yeah. Um, to- she's I was terrifying. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I was surprised at how hard she was willing to go already. Because she's young. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like months. So, like, she is already old enough and smart enough to, like, put together a strategy. Yeah. And it- I kind of can't wait to see where we go with Toby. Do we think she's a little bit, like, precog? Or just, she too understands Illumus bullshit. We need help so the Animorphs will appear. I think she's just a better seer. Like, you didn't if, answer which of those two things that means. <laughs> I think it's just like she knows the Elmas will push for someone to fall into her path if needed. That probably makes more sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't think it's seer is the term we use it for third eye. But the reason, so they are trying to free more Horkbajir, um, which in and of itself, I mean, like they don't need a reason to do this if your race is enslaved, set them free. But logically, the reason that they're doing this and why they haven't gotten the Animorphs to help is because they think that the Animorphs will either choose not to help and kill a bunch of Horkbajir, or... I just lost my train of thought. That they'll somehow screw up their magic spot for freeing Horkbajir. Yes, thank you. I don't know what I was thinking about. Yes, that was the other option. But at the same time, she will not negotiate with terrorists. (laughs) Yeah, because once no, they take once they take deck back there, she's like, eh, blow it yeah. the hell up. <laughs> they gotta know they can't step to us. Yeah, I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, she says something a little later. A wise person is strong for himself, and that oof, that hit me hard. Well, that's the thing. Like, she's the only person in this whole series so far who is thinking about a life post-war. Yeah, yep. She's the only there. one strategizing and building, imagining when it's over. <laughs> Yep, she wants forces enough that they can't just get put into a zoo or some kind of wildlife rare creature thing. She's yeah. aware that they're probably never getting off Earth. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, if you have to sacrifice the mission in the end. Freedom or death. Yeah. This could have been a book in and of itself. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that gets cut is this big battle where Tobias is kind of laying there in shock. 
and we don't really get the outcome. I mean, I assume that the five, ten, I don't know, however many pork majeure they saved, plus the baby got out. Because there's no yeah. discussion that, that they didn't. It sounds to me like they got out. Because they split, they had the Animorphs plus ten hork bajir. They split the hork bajir, one to go in his distract, one set to go in his distraction, the other red by, led by Toby to go in and destroy the giant Dracon. And Toby's team was successful and came back and provided reinforcements and helped get the Animorphs and the others out because that was turning badly. And it sounds like everyone got out at that point. Yeah, but they went back in while Tobias was at the meeting. Oh, right. I'm gonna take I generally I'm gonna take it if we don't hear that things went badly that they went fine no news is good news I thought they went back because of a just needing a distraction Uh, so that it doesn't look like he's part of the Animorphs because the Animorphs are actually going to do something while he was in the meeting they went back after they had destroyed the thing they went back just to like be seen and finish it off and I guess implicitly rescue some survivors yeah because they came to the realization that like they couldn't Stay nearby, which makes that first meeting like how the fuck Rachel is a grizzly bear got away out. Yeah. Um, I have a quote here. Sure. In fact, my friends would have to be somewhere else. While I went in to face DeGroot and the foul fake of Arya, they would go back and launch an attack on the Yerks, attempting to clean up the weapon site we'd hit earlier. So that's why they weren't there. So they went back. So I guess their initial mission was resolved and they had to go back to like cover their tracks or something. I don't Establish know. an they alibi. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Can we just really quick switch back to the whole Tobias story? How fucking stupid is Visitor 3? Just it's He's just a worthless street. Okay, but he's a human body and two, like, I don't know, people on the street, like, you'd be surprised what they pick up and what they see. It's like he's never read Oliver Twist. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm sitting there, I, like, it doesn't really track because he's... They're going to take over the human race, I guess, except for Tobias. I mean, I can see like, like I... that he's such an insult and a waste. And he's disgusted with him that he doesn't want him. But is it's one it... more than you had before. Is it possible, and I recognize this one is a stretch, but that it's a moment of sympathy? Like, he's not a direct threat. He is Elfanger's kid. And even if Elfanger was his enemy, he respected him. Just let him walk. Because there's no tactical mm. advantage to taking him. Mm. I don't know if I buy that. I don't, but I would like it if I could. Like, I like that as a story beat, and I I might adopt it, even though I don't really think it's how it was intended. I think, I mean, I think that's totally valid. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily what's intended, but I think after Hork-Bajir, I can read it that way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it better than him just sort of writing him off as street trash. Yeah. Riff-raff, street rat, <laughs> I don't buy that. And remember when Visitor 3 was just evil and that was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a fucking onion. <laughs> like a Shrek. <laughs> uh, and Chapman is donkey. No. No, he's not. <laughs> worst. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or third worst. Uh, let's see. I don't really have any other notes. Just the whole hork freedom quest thing got very out of hand and really as meg said could have been its own book yeah toby scary don't mess yeah but it's also really nice to see that the hork who became violent murderers 
hasn't really descended that way. Like, they're willing to fight for what they want and what's right, but they're not like the bloodthirsty killers that we saw towards the end of Orphajir Chronicles. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense what we, I'm trying to say. We even get that moment where, like, the one who Tobias had, like, raked across the face was like, hey, we fought. We're good now. You did do this, <laughs> but we're good. You weren't fighting me. It's okay. <gasps> it was the Yerk. I don't feel guilt. Don't worry. You shouldn't either. <laughs> I do wonder if this is going... To, it doesn't seem to have so far, but if that will change anybody's perspective of, like, fighting these controllers. Like, they've always known that there's a creature being controlled, but... Well, our next book's a Cassie book, so I bet we find out soon. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, I just remembered what book that is. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> I also assumed it was ghostwritten, and it's not. Oh, even no. <laughs> hey, Meg. Hey, Alex. You normally have an answer to this, so I'm going to ask it. And I apologize in advance if you don't have an answer this time for putting you on the spot. Who is this Michael Mates who gets helped for thanking, gets special thanks for helping in preparing the manuscript? That is Michael Grant's real name. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. He can't be a co-writer, so even he just kind of gets these random. Gotcha. Like, Thank you. I'm used to that. seeing him in there just as Michael, having the last name. Yeah. Through me. Yeah, I assume that's her real last name as well, but I don't know. Mm. Did y'all notice that there were four more capital D dumpsters in this book? Yes. No, I only made notes about three. <laughs> I've got two on page seventeen. Yes, I made notes oh, okay. of those, and one on page like twenty-two, I think. There was one on page nineteen as well. 19. Now, Tim, when we get far enough in, I'm going to need you to take the book number and page number of every dumpster (laughs) reference and crack the code that clearly is being distributed throughout the series. Can I tell you, the next time I read a book, if they don't have dumpster capitalized, I'm going to lose my mind. That book is going to get thrown across the room. People will get emails. With exclamation points in all caps. Angry tweets. And the word dumpster. That will be in caps, too. (laughs) I love that your passion about dumpster has, I believe, surpassed mine about the hyphen in Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of, my husband is watching Into the Spider-Verse right now. Good movie. It's so So good. good. There's something else I had, and it has escaped my mind. Um... While you're thinking of that, I did remember something that I forgot. Go for it. Um, Elfinger's letter. Yeah. Um, I really, really actually appreciate that, like, he doesn't get super wishy-washy and isn't like, I love you so much, even though I never met you. Instead, he's like, I I cannot say that I love you because we've never met, but, like, I wanted you. I wanted to love you. That, I don't know. I thought it was a very sweet way of doing it. I think it means more. Yeah. It's both more honest and more in character. Yeah, that is very true. Elemis bullshit. <laughs> Elemis is back on his bullshit today. We uh, did get another reference to Melissa Chapman. We know she's still around somewhere and ostensibly not yerked if dad is asking her questions about missing kids at in the cafeteria. That's a That's very true. good point. My only other note is, come on, Rachel, dogs can vote. Dogs can vote. <laughs> Let dogs vote. And if I ever meet and befriend Griffin McElroy, I'm going to ask if that was in fact an Animorphs reference. <laughs> Because Marco calls for dogs to vote at one point in an earlier book. Yep. I do appreciate that she's gotten to the point where it's not like, you're mistreating all animals. I'll let Cassie out of that. But you got a fucking bear in a cage. (laughs) And fuck that. That is wrong. And you will suffer. (laughs) I really, really like the Rachel Tobias back and forth in this book. And the fact that they, like, as birds, 
hopped onto a cop car and then I tried a helicopter and it was okay just wonderful i love picturing that but can we talk about jake will kill them both if he ever finds out <laughs> <laughs> like they're ever ever going to tell jake like all on. this all this tobias oh don't climb don't fly too close you're you're this kind of bird and i'm that kind of bird and any bird watchers would be really weirded out to see us together. You two are fucking <laughs> surfing on the back of a police car. The two of them are really good and awful team at the same time. Like they're really good together, but they're also a terrible team. <laughs> they're wonderful because they're like, he didn't say wood wall. And he's like, no, he did. But it does get dark. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the helicopter bit, and then Rachel trying to make him feel better about it. That was completely unnecessary. Might have been my favorite part of the book. <laughs> yeah. It did look cool. Yeah, the two of them together are very good. Oh, I remember my other thing. Um, it was it was kind of a tangent to the uh, Toby realizing that humans are not going to be particularly chill about Hork-Bajir just hanging out. Uh, and Tobias has monologue al- along the same lines, and in it does drag the Boy Scouts for not being cool with gay kids. Yes. Yes. And that made me very happy. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yay, Tobias calling out Boy Scouts for homophobia in 1998 still? Are we still in 1998? I I think we're still in 98, yes. We are still in 98, cool. I wonder if that was the year that that was a hot button. I remember it being at some point in my childhood, but I don't don't remember when. I was mostly just surprised Scholastic let it print, if I'm being honest. Scholastic is letting a suicide attempt print. I mean, there's a lot in here that I'm surprised they got away with. True. And I guess at this point, probably it was printing them enough money that... they. I don't know, honestly, if they were reading them. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. I appreciate now that on the cover we get Ghost Tobias behind Hawk Tobias. I was thinking about that. And in the flip book art. Yeah. I think this is my favorite cover. It's just so pretty. Yeah, it's a nice one. I think the colors are the... I didn't look at the flipbook art till just now. The very last page of mine advertises the Animorphs 1999 wall calendar, and I believe I had it. I had one of them, if that's the only one they made. I wonder what the secret message from the wall calendar was. I don't remember. Dumpster is capitalized. <laughs> Catch every instance of dumpster and note the book and page number. Plug it into a spreadsheet. And crack the code. I guarantee you, if that were a code, there were somebody inserting that code saying, literally nobody is dumb enough to find this code. Never underestimate how dumb we are. <laughs> also, according to the uh, like order sheet with all the books on it, the page before, the calendar cost as much as the Hork-Bajir Chronicles and more than twice what any one book cost. Uh, in the month of June, Tobias introduced the calendar puzzle. There's a very important message hidden somewhere on the pages of this calendar, and it's information you should definitely have. All of you, all you have to do is answer the questions we were about to ask you. Each question is followed by a number. Once you've answered a question, write it down and use the number following the question. Count each letter left to right until you get a specific letter. Oh my god. Okay. The Yorks write are the letter here. down. Soon you will know the month where the message is hidden. So good luck, and here's your first clue. Who returned my morphine tower Elemis? Oh, sorry. Fifth letter. <laughs> I didn't mean to answer it. <laughs> so M... Are we going to solve this right now? I don't know if I have all the questions. Oh. Interesting. Wait a second. 
Are we in 98? Yes. Are you sure? Well, it's the, advertising the 99 wall calendar. Yeah. The copyright oh. says 98. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's go back to... So it started in June, I think is what I said. Mm, yes. Yeah. That is what you said. Okay. July. Question two. What are Axe's parents' full name? Well, one of them has Serenial in it, and one of them has Escarith in it. Okay. So... The answer is Norleen Serenial Korath, Forle. I don't know. God, the fact that we make you do this, Tim, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Question three. What's the, can we at least have the letter oh, out of it? Yeah. So the first letter you said was M. The second letter is A. Okay. All right. There's a real difficulty curve on those questions, by the way. Yeah. I mean, you're supposed to dig through the books to find mm. it out. All right. I have a couple nearby. Are we are we trying to figure out a month? Yes. I think it's Name March. Name the substance used to stop the vitilic. Water, and I'm guessing it was the fifth letter. It does, yes. You are correct. You are right at guessing which month it is, but we're still going to answer these goddamn questions. <laughs> um, how many actual York Pole entrances have we found through book 17? And it is the 12th letter of that. What number has 12 letters? <laughs> it's two words. Oh man, a lot more than I thought then if it's two words. It is. Does anybody have and a guess? And the 12th letter is C. Yep, so anybody have a guess? Just anybody got to guess how many entrances number wise? 21%. <laughs> no. I was, I was trying to work a C into eight. <laughs> a H. Eight, eight, K. Acht. No. Acht, <laughs> yeah. The trick is they want us to answer in German. <laughs> okay, forget the answer. How many entrances do you think they have found? Uh, I would have said like nine. You're really wrong. Yeah, apparently. Also German, though. <laughs> I would have just said no. Alex and Jay. Um, wow. I mean, yeah, for real, I probably would have guessed in single digits. I mean... Yeah, I would have, too. Yeah, my guess is low. My guess is like three... But I feel like it's. I mean, I guess that's how many we've gone through, and I know that like Axe and Tobias have mentioned before, like identifying a bunch. So that's probably the discrepancy. Okay. So what's your answer, Alex? Uh, I mean, I'm still trying to come up with any number with a C in it. (laughs) Forget the fucking answer. Just give me a number. A bunch. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is three entrances. Uh, that's no guys that's on us we should always include the unit of measure science teaches <laughs> us that yep all right where does the Darishel tree grow the andalite home world all right so we figured out it was march good thing we answered all those questions <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wait, hang on. So is there another question it? in March? or do we That's ever... what I'm trying to remember what this is. Oh. Yeah, I think March is the question we go back to and the message is hidden there. Or the month we go back to and the message is hidden there, I think is what it said. I'm mostly just vamping for time while Meg reads all that <laughs> nonsense again. <laughs> all right. Um, it, I have no idea. Okay. I want to read this again. All right. Has anyone checked the back of the U.S. Constitution? <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a very important message hidden somewhere on the page of this calendar. 
Uh, the, all you have to do is answer the questions we're about to ask. Each question is followed by a number. Once you have an answer to a question, write it down. And using the number following the question, count each letter left to right until you okay. write the letter down. As soon as soon you'll know the month where the message is hidden. The number of York, int- York Pool entrances is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> it has a C in it. And it might even be the 12th letter. I don't know. I didn't count it. The answer is the location to an O-Niner party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. It, I have no idea where it is on this. And maybe something like that you look for on the page. Maybe let's see what December says. Oh, they discussed the millennium. Which was not until a year later. I'm looking at the December one. It's the 99 calendar, Alex. Yeah, the millennium was twenty. Was 2001 was the start of the new millennium. <sighs> I was that kid. Give me (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't know how you're supposed to find it on there, but the answer or the secret message is the newest animal cannot be trusted. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I I asked. I was confused. Have you not learned what his snake was named? Or his I mean, cat? Like, or that he had a snake? They, like, had, a, they had a really good setup for the 98 calendar. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder how many of us were really pissed when that was the, the secret message. I probably did not have this calendar. I was not a wall calendar person until like very, very recently when I realized, oh, that's a way to make my refrigerator look less boring. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But I... I'm also that kind of kid who would have been, like, staring at it long enough to go, huh, there's a message in there. And then I would have gotten to June and been like, oh, okay, I don't have to do this now, but I'm gonna. Yeah, unless it's, like, on somewhere on the page where the actual... So, the the website I'm looking at shows, like, the top pictures. Yeah. The top portion. So, unless it's on the portion that actually had, like, the calendar, I don't know where in this picture it's the message. It was probably on the portion with the actual calendar. Yeah. Because it would have been something they did, like, after the art was done, rather than, like, hiding it in the art. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So, really quick. Um, we're... I really was hoping gators, or was it gators or crocodiles this time? Gators. Would be some kind of hint as to where they were, but I think it was just at that one location that had gators, because they had a bunch of different yeah. I want Yeah. I want Frank to meet crazy UFO lady. Crazy Helen? Yeah. Was it Helen? I think so. I want Frank and Helen to meet. I need an Animorph spinoff in which Frank and Helen meet, and this can also be directed by Rob Thomas. Um, Frank and Helen meet. Ooh, Frank can be played by Veronica Mars's father. But Frank is a terrible person. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Okay, fine. Frank, Frank? can be played by Sheriff Lamb. Okay, yes. I'll allow that. Cool. Um, but I need like a Dharma and Greg starring Frank and Helen. Unless Helen's going to convince him that he's a terrible person and should sell the zoo. I don't know. Yeah. Frank doesn't deserve anything good. It can be a dark comedy. Nah. I just the animal cruelty, I that's a no for me. Yeah, Sam. That's a no for me, dog. I mostly just want to see Helen kick his ass, okay? You know Helen would not grok this. (laughs) Um any glaring issues that technology would have changed? Um something something cameras when they were uh (laughs) sketching. Yeah. Um, hotel security would probably not have told Tobias which room uh Aria was in. Security has gotten tighter over the years. That's very true. The fact that he never, like, questions the fact that he was being followed after the first meeting with the lawyer. Yeah, they, like, yeah. they never really come back to that. No. 
I mean, it's obvious Visitor 3 had him followed, but the fact that he's like, it's clearly not a controller. Why was I being followed then? Yeah. Elemist bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It was the Elemist. I don't think that works here. No, I don't think it does. And we don't have the counterpoint yet. Also, I think another thing that would have changed is not necessarily uh, technology-based, but a person of any authority would not have let Tobias go back onto the streets. Yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they would have detained him. But he, he goes through that rigorous, rigorous process of making sure that he's okay by saying, well, you look okay. That, that was I mean, like his, like, well, I guess he's doing all right. He's got, like, clean clothes on and stuff, so. Also, he's a yerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can write that off as him being a controller and, like, not really knowing that you shouldn't let a kid go back onto the street. <laughs> but also, I feel like in today's day of day and age, even if you're trying to keep up the appearance that you are this lawyer who knows a lot about, you know, the law and the justice system <laughs> and what happens to children on the street. <laughs> I mean, he does tell him that legally he shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Like, that covers the bases have, that Ian was covered. He would have had more power to detain him, is what I'm saying. Am I totally. the only one who read Johnny Storm as the attorney? <laughs> oh, it was Cliff. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Cliff, what oh, have you done? <laughs> no, Cliff is an excellent lawyer. I love Cliff. True. Cliff is excellent. But Cliff is excellent. Um, he, how much He's an excellent is person it? who lets a teenager do his PI work. Yeah. Uh, how much bullshit is it that she's like, well, I might have to go back to Africa. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, someone's got to bless those reins. <laughs> God. All right, Alex, you got any animal facts for us? Both I do and Tim does. Tim <laughs> sent me a link while we were recording. I haven't had a chance oh, to no. read it yet. Are you stepping on his toes? No, no, no. I just thought he might want to read this one. Well, Tim and I are two are two rival hawks. <laughs> <laughs> he senses my weakness. For the same territory. <laughs> Tim, read your article while I talk about mine. Okay. The Tennessee police warn okay. against flushing read, drugs read down the... yourself while I talk oh. about mine. <laughs> That's why I was like, you want me to read it while you read it? Because that sounds weird, but okay. <laughs> Would you like to go first? No, you go ahead. Bless. <sighs> oh no, 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 I lost it. I lost it. I read from Discover Magazine's website. When a dominant male disappears, these female fish change sex. The blue-headed wrasse, or rasa maybe, R-A-S-S-E, is a species of fish that essentially are all born female and then at some point differentiate and some become male. But in experiments to kind of test and measure why and how the mechanism of this works, uh, if you take a population and remove the males from it, then even after sort of the point in development where normally this transition happens, female wrasses will... Uh, develop male sex characteristics and essentially become male fish and there's a good deal of like testing here on like which hormones come and go but the interesting thing is what surprised them was not that the usual like in in other animals that do this the the hormones that typically change uh, are not the ones that change and the genes only change in small ways it is in fact a hormone that causes dominance and aggression that increases called isotocin um, it is measured, in fact, as a stress response more than anything else. Tim, talk about getting gators stoned. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you the headline, and then I'm not going to tell you about the article, because there's nothing fun in this article. 
but the headline is before hang ten- on. this <laughs> this is not in Florida and it should be in Florida. Yes, How this did not be. happen first in Florida, I don't know. <laughs> so Continue. Because they don't share it out of Florida. They, their gators are all in meth. They're aware. It says, Tennessee police warn against flushing drugs down the toilet. They could create meth gators. And then everything that happens in this article is just not fun. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's just all take that as our lesson. <laughs> I saw so, that going around. I assumed it was just clickbait. No, it's this is a legit. This is from news the Tennessean. Y- yeah, Nashville's newspaper of record. Yep, and uh, there are things that happen that actually happened apparently. So, left up gators. Yeah, That's, That's how you get sewer gators, or worse. Anyone else have fun animal trivia they want to share? No, I have an orange cat named Tango in my kitchen that hates everyone. That's it. That's all. <laughs> all right. Uh, we have no questions. Uh, no. No new ratings or reviews either. No ratings or reviews. Feeling the love, guys. Feeling the love. Um, really quick. Uh, MJ, tell us what podcast you've got. Where, where can we find you if you want to be found? Okay. Uh, if you would like to follow me directly on Twitter for all of my good content, you can find me at iHoardLibraries. I do two podcasts, one with Alex, who you've heard here. That's called The Rob Thomas. No, not that no, one. No, not that one. <laughs> Robcast. <laughs> I didn't anticipate that you would help out. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't sure if you expected me to or not, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. <laughs> Where we talk about the creative works of Rob Thomas, not the one that did Unwell and Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> or the famous French sculptor who is in fact dead. Uh, I also do a podcast called The Circle of Friendship, where I talk about the books by Tamara Pierce, Circle of Magic, with my good friend Anna. We talk about, obviously, friendship, magic, and the goblin child that is Briar Moss. He is our dearest love. You can find <laughs> find us online, uh, Not That Robcast, and at COF Podcast. Awesome. And that's it. That's all I got. Uh, all right, Tim, we are coming oh, up on book. Oh, do you have something? I'm sorry. I do have one other thing. Sure, My ahead. main podcast called Reignite, yeah, where I talk about Mass Effect. <laughs> so I wasn't going to ask. I was like, maybe this ended and we need to talk I about heard... it off air, but go That's ahead. Yeah. Throw that out there as well. My brain hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have good. so many projects. <laughs> anyway, yeah, at Reignite Pod on Twitter. <laughs> Tim, go ahead. Hold on. Are we not going to plug Alex's stuff? We plug Alex's stuff all the time. Do your thing. We should really plug Alex's... Okay, fine. We won't talk about branching out on paleontology, which is okay. fantastic. Okay, fine. In addition to the Rob Thomas... <laughs> not that Rob... Not that... See, now I'm fucking up. Robcast. <laughs> oh, God. I hate my life. Uh, I do have had... A... Can we try that I... again? <laughs> no, it's funnier this <laughs> Uh, I do a weekly comics review podcast with uh, Jen and sometimes Tim and sometimes Meg uh, called Panelology. Tim and I have been doing a special podcast within a podcast called Branching Out. Tim, what is that? It's where we watch Swamp Thing and talk about it. (laughs) Swamp Thing's a great TV show. Okay, now my predictions. Yep, you bought yourself 45 seconds. I hope it was worth it. it, No, it didn't get me anywhere. 
it didn't get me anywhere. Because I really thought after finishing this book that that's what the next book would be, would be the Animorphs finding out. Actually, no, I guess I don't know that that's not it. So I guess I'll stick I with that. I don't know where you're going with this. Because like, the only thing I can think of is Animorphs meet Swamp Thing. No, 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 no. It's completely unrelated. There was a comma there that was rolled through, I guess. But uh, no, uh, the prediction for the next book is that the Animorphs are going to find out that Tobias has a special relationship with Elfanger. And that's the whole fucking plot of the book. Yes. You really? No. <laughs> okay. I reject this. Tim? Try again. Tim? Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a profession. Uh, professional wrestler. I'm just going to say wrestler. Okay. Give me an adjective. Uh, blue. Dabba dee dabba die. <laughs> give me a second adjective. Microwaved microwaved i mean that makes as much sense as anything else that's gonna happen in this book uh a thing a discrete uh, physical thing s- swamp thing mm, give me not a proper noun give me like not a proper noun okay a generic thing um let's just go with car all right and a verb running run yeah um okay, run. and for bonus points let me have a sci-fi alien race xenomorphs you had to dig deep for that one, didn't you? I was I mean, struggling on what they I were called. I knew I was going to get that or Predators. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. The Suspicion. It turns out the Yurks are not the only wrestlers of Earth. Of Earth. Of Earth. New intruders. The Xenomorphs are blue, microwaved, and no bigger than a car. <laughs> They might not be able to fight humans one-on-one, but they have the technology to run other creatures down to their size. I don't get anything from that. Other aliens that are tiny are going to come and shrink the Animorphs. It's honey, I shrunk the Animorphs. Really? Yes! You say that like, I'm just supposed to know that they're going to get shrunk in the next book. There's another alien down to their size. No, 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 I mean before the Mad Libs. There's no way that anybody could predict that they're going to get shrunk. No, you're never going to predict exactly what happens, except for you came very close once. The point is, you said, after Alex gave you that, you were like, I still don't know what's going on. Yeah, no. I don't know what the other alien race is. I'm telling you, you've got to start getting weird. We are getting into bizarre territory. Yep. Is it is this an alien race I am not familiar with, or one that I am familiar with? Yes. Well, have you met one? <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Small. We actually have. Well, the Yerks. The Yerks are pretty well, tiny. We also met the then ants. Maybe they're shrinking the what? The ant aliens. The alien ant farm. Oh yeah. Dino yeah, time. that's right. That's yeah. true. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Ah, so yes. I don't remember what those were called. Xenomorphs. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Somebody say when? Uh, let me outro oh. first. God damn it. <laughs> Every episode. All right. We'd like to thank Christina Spinks for our show arts. If you're interested in getting some cool art from her, email her at c.spinks.animator at gmail.com or visit her at chaosdoesart on Instagram. Peep our social meds, Minds at Yerk, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to send us questions, comments, or love letters, you can email us at mindsatyerk at gmail.com. Our website is mindsatyerk.com. And if you don't know by now, Yerk is spelled Y-E-E-R-K. If you like us and want to help us out, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Podbean. Um, 
also Spotify now, if I'm not mistaken. You are not mistaken. If we are not on your podcatcher of choice, let us know and we will do what we can. Go, Alex, go. Somebody say when. When? It took a moment for me to realize what I was looking at. All right, I've been Megan. My name has been Alex. I have also been Tim. And I was MJ. Yay! Yay. Thank you again. And until then, we fight.